Welcome to the Canine PT Academy podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. Today, we're going to be talking about how I, Francisco Maya, view the future of marketing, the future of canine rehabilitation. And we're going to discuss what I call real marketing, which is likely very different from the traditional type of marketing you might have been used to, or maybe even the type of marketing that you have been doing yourself. But... I think before we talked about that, I think it's important for us to discuss how canine rehabilitation clinics have dealt with marketing in the past, because it's important for us to understand where we're coming from so we know where we should be heading towards it. So if you think about it, in the past, clinics were very successful in building up a network of veterinary referrals and relying on word-of-mouth referrals simply because there wasn't any competition around, and true marketing was never truly required of them. You know, those clinics, for the most part, they were the very first ones in town providing this type of service 10, 15, maybe even up to 20 years ago when some of the first standalone rehabilitation clinics started to pop up. And, you know, they didn't have competition not only in town, but sometimes even within uh, a few hours radius around them. So they had people going from, you know, a very large geographical radius from around them just to see them for those kind of services, which, you know, it's truly amazing. But we all know that that is no longer the case today. Today, there are more standalone rehabilitation clinics all over the United States and, of course, all over uh, uh, the world as well popping up. It, also, if you have noticed, most large, large specialty centers now also have their own rehabilitation departments in-house. So their surgeons now realize that the benefit of having regular rehabilitation sessions following an orthopedic surgery or a neurologic surgery, and of course, they tend to try to keep those referrals in-house. And not to mention as well that today, more and more general practice veterinary hospitals have started to include some integrative services such as acupuncture and laser that in the past used to be a little bit more exclusive just to standalone rehabilitation clinics. And if you listen back to our very first episode, episode, episode one, we, talk, we talked about having an abundance mindset. So with that in mind, let me emphasize that all of this is great because you know, having more clinics around us, having more specialty center around us, knowing what rehabilitation is, having more surgeons referring to rehabilitation, all of that, it's wonderful because it just allows us to help expand our field, our field compared to 5, 10, 15, you know, 20 years ago or so. And now pet parents know that they have other options as well. But where does that leave the clinics who relied solely on veterinarian word-of-mouth referrals to grow? In the past, they were, you know, let's call it the default clinic in town, basically, because there was no one else around. But how about now that those large specialty centers are trying to keep those uh, referrals in-house, right? Because let's face it, of course, they're going to try to keep those in-house because they're also trying to run a business just like we do. And the majority of them are also owned by corporates, you know. And in the past, there were only the ones in their area offering things like laser and such, but that is no longer the case as well. Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of general 
practice veterinary clinics also have things as laser, acupuncture, and all that kind of stuff to their clientele as well. So maybe in the past, clients, they would have come to us looking for those integrative modalities. Now they're just staying with those veterinary hospitals and getting those done over there. So of course, the pool of potential veterinary referrals, potential word of mouth referrals, also starts to get uh, a little bit more diluted because of that. So now the field is growing and more and more options are, are available, which like I said, it's a wonderful thing. But those clinics that relied so much in the past 10, 15, 20 years on that kind of marketing can be really struggling nowadays because they have failed to adapt to this new system, this new, let's say, era of the field of canine rehabilitation. They have failed to adapt to this new world where the consumer now is searching more and more for the help that they need, which leads to what I call real marketing. And that's very important to understand. We're going to talk about what real marketing is, but we got to understand that within the last let's say 10 years or so, maybe a little bit longer, the, the fact that people can easily find things they're looking for online has really changed the game. You know, the fact that we all have iPhones and we can all search for things in the palm of our hands right now has really changed the game because now even uh, 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 pet owners who are referred to rehabilitation, maybe by a surgeon, by a general practitioner, or, or, or whoever, or with mouth referral, they're still going online to, to read the reviews for the place they were referred to. They're still going online to search for places around them and all that kind of stuff. So we got to understand that that was also how the field of canine rehabilitation has grown and couple that with just how the world in general, in terms of technology, in terms of the ability for people to find uh, uh, the services that they're looking for directly has changed as well. But what is real marketing? So let's talk about that. Because we tend to believe that marketing is just about getting new leads, getting new clients, getting new customers. But most clinic owners fail to understand that real marketing is about attracting the right people that wants to work with us and value the things that we do, while at the same time building up their knowledge and educating them about us and how we can help them and their pets during the process as well. Real marketing is about understanding who your perfect client truly is and crafting a marketing message, a very specific marketing message that promises how you're going to solve their specific problems while positioning you or your clinic as the expert who they want to see. And the thing about real marketing is that if you do this consistently, because here's the thing about any marketing strategy, and we're definitely going to talk a whole lot about marketing as this podcast goes on, but any strategy, you know, it's not going to change your business overnight. But if you do real marketing consistent and your message is clear and connects with your target audience, then over time, it will resonate with more and more people. But most importantly, it's going to resonate with the people who you truly want to be working with, the people who value you, and the people who are very happy to pay more to work with you rather than going somewhere else that would be quote-unquote cheaper because they understand the value they bring to the table and why is that it is worth it to pay more to be able to work with you, to be able to go to your clinic, to be able to work with your clinicians and your team. Okay, so that's what real marketing is about. And 
Everyone, everyone, if you look at the traditional way of doing marketing, everyone is trying to sell themselves as a jack of all trades, okay? But if you want to stand out, then you need to position yourself as the authority in solving your target audience-specific problems. A jack of all trades did very well 5, 10, 15 years ago because, once again, they were the only clinicians, they were the only clinics in town. But that's not the case anymore. And if you think about it, even when you're looking for uh, providers for yourself and maybe your children or your dogs and stuff, you don't want to necessarily be seen a jack of all trade. You want to be working with the specialist. You want to be working with the person who can help you solve that problem, that person who can help your pet, who can help your children with whatever it is that you're going through. So when you start crafting the marketing message that goes away from that and starts going towards more educating your target audience in very specific ways on how you can help them and the results that you bring to them and the value that you bring to them in their pets, then you're talking. Then you're going to be in a whole different ballgame than every other clinic around you. And then if you do that over time, if you do this real marketing over and over again and you're consistent about it, then you're going to see your ability to grow the business and expand the business without having to over rely so much on veterinary referrals and word of mouth referrals. And that's that's the, the last thing I want to say is like how scary it is to have to rely on veterinary referrals and word of mouth referrals to grow a business because we don't have any control over those things. We can have a great relationship with the large specialty center in town that's been sending us patients for the last three years. But then what if suddenly they start doing rehab in-house and all those referrals go away? Then you lose a lot of patients right over there or a lot of potential clients at least right over there. You know, So that's the one thing about real marketing is that you have control over it and you don't have to sit back and wait for other people being you know, uh, 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 the general public or other veterinarians to send you business because now you're able to go out on your own talk directly to the consumer and bring those business directly into your clinic. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at Hello at caninptacademy.com. That's hello at caninptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to caninptacademy.com to find more resources and contents, including our fee calculator spreadsheets, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.